Good morning, church. Good morning. Welcome. As was said, my name is Dan Hill. Uh, I'm originally from Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, and I live in Moncton, and I, uh, I work at Teen Challenge Atlantic. Thank you so much for opening your church service to us today and for me to come and join you. That means a lot to us, and we sure appreciate it. If I peek at my watch now and then, it's just to make sure I keep on time. They'll tell you I can talk to you for 10 minutes or I can talk to you for two hours. That's the person I am. So to make sure it's the first, not the last, I'll peek at my watch now and then. Um, just to give you a rundown of what Teen Challenge Atlantic is, we are a, a drug and alcohol rehab. Uh, we are in Memram Cook. It's been there, well next year it'll be 15 years that it's been there. We have eight centers across five provinces with 196 beds in total. We have room for 24. Uh, we have 1,400 programs in 25 nations across the world. Uh, our own spot, like I said, we have 24. We go up and down with numbers. I'll explain more where our numbers are at right now and, and why they are that way. Uh, the people who come into our program, into our rehab, come in and we help them physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and socially. Uh, I, I went home one day after I was there a while and, and I just said, God, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not getting this. I'm pouring my heart into these people and I watched so many around, around other rehabs and maybe ours included go through this program and come out and fall on their face. What is happening? And, and he, God knew I needed to be encouraged. And he gave me words that night that said this. The people that come into this rehab and any other rehab need to come in for healing, not help. If they just come in and say, we want help, they'll hit that surface level help. But they need to go deeper. They need to be healed of something down deep inside them that is causing these addictions that they're struggling with. And I realized that, and it made me go deeper with them and in the conversations. And we have a great addictions counselor there certified that, that goes deep into their lives and can really help them in all aspects. They do chores every day. They're the one who wash the dishes and, and sweep and mop the floors. And they do all of those chores, even the cooking. So we're helping them socially become men that maybe they've never had to do that before. They do the laundry. They do everything. We have a class called financial therapy to help them financially. So when they come out, they can stand on their own feet financially and take care of their money. We volunteer, we bring them into Moncton at different volunteer centers around and help them socially know how to give back to the community that give to them. In 2019, 957 people applied uh, to enter a Teen Challenge program. That was up 200 from the year before and 257 different individuals actually came in and entered the program. This, this is the hard part to explain to you, but I know you'll understand. The pandemic really hurt. It, it took its toll on us. Uh, our guys are used to, to being out there in Memorial Cook in our, our facility. It's a beautiful place. Um, we'd love to have you come visit. You know, this is, this is what I'm about to talk about here. They would have groups from churches that would come out and say, Let, let's come out and we'll cook you a meal when we get there. and We'll sit around and talk to your men and encourage them. 
Or, or let's come out and have a bonfire around your nice fire pit. Or let's come out and play sports. We'd have seniors groups come out from different places and just spend time with the guys. And the guys loved it. It was encouraging. They saw new faces. And it was like seeing their grandparents or parents come. And, and it, was, it was beautiful. Pandemic ended all that. We'd have first Saturday of every month was family visit time. If your family was close or could make a trip up, they could come and visit. Pandemic ended all that. All our volunteering, getting them out of there and bringing them in town just for something different. Pandemic ended all that. So our guys felt like they were trapped there. They, they couldn't go anywhere. We could bring them in once a week, maybe into a trail and go for a walk or something. And that was all we could do. So it made the program very hard. It's a hard program as it is, as they'll know, doing these chores and studying and we have Bible classes and they're counseling. It, it's very deep. We're trying to help every part of this individual, but this made it even harder. It also made it hard on us as far as other things that we do in places we take them to, uh, to do what I'm doing right now. Usually I'd have students with me and that is not allowed as of yet. I'll get into that um, a little bit later here. Um, I, I got a card here. I wish I had brought these for, for everyone. Um, but there's what they call sponsorship cards. For $40 a month, you would, you would get a sponsorship card and, and you would get a guy's picture and all about him, where he's from, what he does. A lot of, some of our guys have been drafted to the NHL and, and would play for some of these farm teams and and of course, you know, you're becoming a big shot and they get into the wrong way of life. Like we have guys that were gonna become somebody in the world standards and they didn't make it on their own. And now they're finding out what God has for them and that God can change your life and, and they can be a, a resident somewhere in a community and live a productive life with, with, with God and without addictions. But it takes 100 sponsors each month to bring one student through the program. They each pay, when they enter our program, they pay $1,100. Now that is for food and shelter and everything that we provide them for one full year. I think you as well as myself know how far $1,100 goes for that in run of a year. So that's why we do what we do. We travel, we would bring them with us, they would come up and tell their stories and, and they would put out a, a a plea to you and to just to help you understand how you can help. I uh, like to say we have a card. Uh, I'll get into the sponsorship here in a minute and I'll let you know that if I have cards with me and everything to leave here for you to fill out and if you did that they would send you a card with a person's name on it and everything. So that brings me to that point. Um, we've traveled around and people have said well how can we help you? You're coming here, you're, you're telling us your stories you're showing us your need. You're telling us what you do. We believe in rehab. We believe in helping these people change their life. But what, how can we become part of that? Well, I said before, they would do some of these other things. They would just pop out to our center and, and, and do things for us. They would make a meal or, or spend time. And, and when the pandemic ended all that, they're thinking, what can we do now? Uh, we were in Truro just before the pandemic hit. Well, I guess, no, I guess this would have been last fall. Well, it seemed time flies. And the guy said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm one of my cattle. I'm going to raise a cow and butcher it, and I will bring you the meat right before Christmas to get you through the winter. 
So he showed up with hamburger and, and, and beef roast and stuff like that. And that, that's a big part of our budget is food for 10 or 15 guys every day, three meals a day, it, it gets interesting. So, uh, so this helped us tremendously. And little things like that become really big things. Um, I know a, a church in, in Sussex shows up every June and every December with just a truckload of, you don't know what it's going to be, but it's a little of everything. Again, just those thoughts are, are so appreciated. A lady at a church here in town, she made, they make quilts for all of our graduates. When they graduate, they'll get a quilt. She'll find out their favorite color, maybe their favorite scripture verse, and she'll put it on the quilt. A nice touch again. They look so forward to getting that at graduation day. We have a guy graduating this Friday, the 25th. Great, it'll be a great time again. It used to be in a church where everyone could come and fill a building. That's over. We do it on our front lawn where the very, his supporters and stuff are, are invited. And we have, his family will be from Ontario, so they won't be there. But, you know, we'll have the people that have supported him through. They'll be able to come and, and sit. A month from now, we have two more graduating. One from Halifax, one from Ontario. It's just a beautiful time to see them finish. It's a hard program to do for a year. But though those are, are ways that people have found creative ways to help us. Um, in the, the thing I will leave here, it says get involved, change a life. It shows you how you can make a one-time gift and you can mail that to us. It's all here, how you can fill it out and just send a one-time gift and that's it. I just want to give once, I, I want to help you out in this way. It is uh, here also where you can do this $40 a month that I told you about. Just say, hey, I would like to sponsor a student. I will send you $40 a month or give you bank information where you can deposit, like take direct deposit or whatever you want, but I will do that for the $40 a month and help a student. A lot of people do that when their student finishes, they may come to graduation and they'll say, can you switch me to another student? It's, it's a great program of, of that to help. There are so many ways that we are finding. We used to have a big banquet in February that would raise money. We'd have a, a freedom run, they called it, in September. Again, all of those things, pandemic canceled them all. So it's been really tough on us as fundraisers and outreach people to find ways to keep this place still going to meet the need. And the, the students, it, well, they were graduating, but we couldn't bring anyone in. And, you know, it was just New Brunswick here, and, and maybe if someone was in Moncton, we could bring them in. But now at least we have an Atlantic bubble, so we have two new students in the last month, one from Halifax, one from St. John. So at least now we can get our numbers back up. We were down as low as eight. We're up to 10, 12, you know, so moving up, and, and at least we can meet that need. It's hard to know if someone's applying and wants to come and has that need, and you can't help them. But that is what our reality is right now. So at least with this Atlantic bubble, we've been pulling people in through that. Um, just to throw that out there, where I am in Moncton, uh, one of our other places, I can't say this, but I went and started a bottle, uh, at the bottle depot down here on High Street, I went and opened up a Teen Challenge account. So now, if we have bottles there, I can just take them in and drop them and say, yeah, they're counted or they're not or whatever, but whatever funds come from that, just put it on the Teen Challenge account. And that's just open, like again, if any of you wanted to find how can I help in a small little way, that's just another way. Uh, Teen Challenge, you know, can be helped just through dropping off your bottles and say put it on the Teen Challenge account. I'm going to give you a number in a minute. If you would grab a paper and pen, uh, 
what we used to do again. Everything I'm here saying what we used to do, and that's so hard. We used to put baskets on the back table, and we would give you one of those things I just held up. So with, with the cards in it, and you would have this, we would hand around one to everyone, and they would have a little white piece of paper in it. And we are asking you to pray for us, but we want to pray for you. We meet every Monday and Wednesday, 8.45 to 9.15 at night, and we pray. All the students. And we would take whatever you write on that little white piece of paper, and we put them in a basket when we get there, and we would take those out, and we would pray for those. And we've gone back to churches years later, and they said, oh, that, I wrote a prayer here before, and a miraculous thing happened. And of course, the same guys wouldn't be there, but the staff would, and we would know, like, oh my goodness, that means so much. And the new guys would hear, what? These guys back prayed, and, oh, well, we want to pray. Where's these requests? Keep them coming. And, and they prayed earnestly for your prayer requests. Again, we don't have the piece of paper, but I'm going to give you a phone number, and I, I, I'm going to tell you, you text. Text your prayer request to this phone number. Just put a name if you want. John, Jim, George, Henry, whoever, and we'll pray for that name. Or if you want to say, you know, this person with addiction, or this person needs a job or marriage issues, whatever you want to put, we, we won't know who you are, but we'll pray for that. So we want to pray for you. So let me give you this phone number for you to uh, give your prayer request to us. 506-229-0281. So that's 229-0281. Text us your prayer request. We would love to pray with you. I just think I, I like to, as I wrap up, just give you a little bit of encouragement because, again, as I said, it's so easy to go through a, a program like this and come out and fall on your face. But you know, I'm seeing things change. How did I get in touch with Teen Challenge? I went to buy a mattress. Simple as that. I was supervising a youth group home here in town, and, and the government decided they had too many supervisors. So they said, let's, let's cut some, and that was me. And I went to buy a mattress, and the guy running that mattress shop, I think it's here on Collishaw, Big Orange Building mattress shop, said, hey, he was a graduate of Teen Challenge, he worked for Teen Challenge, he said, I know your heart. I know how you are with people. They need you at Teen Challenge. I said, I don't know, you know, and this, I do know the director, Great guy. I know some of the staff. Beautiful people. Do you think it's for me? Oh, so I, I went and talked to them just as they were hunting vigilantly, really needing some more, some more workers. And, and, and I, I started there and it's been beautiful. But just, that's through someone who's in this community who's graduated. And I can name Rocco's Cuisine out in Hillsborough. If you've ever been there and met Rocco. Graduated program. Beautiful, beautiful story. Since I've been there, we've got two or three just people who used to manage a Walmart, who used to manage something and, and hit rock bottom and come there and now they're working at a home hardware. We've got one just got his real estate license last week and already selling his first house. It's, it's a beautiful story of people. A lot of them aren't from here, but they come to Monk and want to stay. They're tired of the hustle and bustle of Toronto or somewhere else. We've got a guy graduating next week. I'll be looking at houses, a place to relocate in Moncton. So these are going to be people in our community that will be coming to our churches and being a, a citizen and a productive person who gives back. And they've come through our program. And that makes us proud. That makes me happy. almost brings me to tears to see that and think of the faces that I can now that's in Moncton. 
you know, being a productive citizen. So we thank you for your time. We thank you for being a part of us. I do have a card. Uh, again, it will be in the, some of the things I leave here. I have a whole box of stuff to leave that tells you what we're doing on October 3rd. Instead of a freedom run, they're doing a freedom ride with bikes. And there'll be bikers coming in on Saturday, October 3rd, and they raise money. And, and like I said, the way that, that you can do that in some of our events, as I close, they, you know, be, be a captain and say, you know, some of these things you have coming up, I, I want to uh, put in a team, and I want to be part of that. Or I'm, I'm a part of a business, maybe I run this business, and I want to be a corporate sponsor. Or I want to give you a prize, like maybe a gift card to my business. There are so many things, and the main thing is praying for us. Pray for us out there at Teen Challenge. And again, I give you a number for us to pray for you. But there'll be lots of ways I'll get a box I will leave, and you will have those things in it where you can sponsor a person or give a one-time gift. But we just appreciate you knowing about us and knowing who we are and caring and praying for us, that, that we give our time and the people that walk in, the men from 18, it's called Teen Challenge, it was made for youth back in the day, and it's changed as it made its way to Canada. Now it's for men 18 years and up. I've seen men in their 60s come and get their life changed. So for these men, just continue to pray that we can help them change their life because I'll finish by saying this. I took some men to the school, high school, asked me to come in, and they were talking about addiction. And the girl said, what makes your center better than any others? How can you have more success than any other? What, I don't know what you can say in school and what you can't. But one of the guys gave a great answer to let them know the book we use to teach from isn't going to be found in Cole's store or any of these other bookstores and chapters on how to not be an addict, on how to... It's the Word of God. We teach them from the Word of God. And that is a life-changing book that they take and live. So just help us with that. We thank you for your time. Thank you, Dan. Some people may have uh, heard of that uh, story, the cross and the switchblade, and that's what Dan is referring to when this started. Um, if you haven't uh, heard of that book, it may be one you're interested in. I think there's a copy or two downstairs. The other thing is, uh, in the epistle today, there's a real connection with what uh, Dan has talked to us about. The first Christians, for the most part, were Jews. And as the gospel started to spread, uh, the Jewish Christians wrestled with what the Gentiles, the non-Jews, needed to do. In other words, did, did the Christian part come with the things according to the laws of Moses, like circumcision? and all the dietary ceremonies. Was all of that part and parcel, or were there things that could be let go? And that's what St. Paul is speaking about in today's epistle to the Galatians. He says, neither circumcision counts for anything, or uncircumcision, but a new creation. So he says, what really matters is circumcision of the heart. 
One of the uh, military chaplains this week who's retiring, we were on the phone, he said, I was telling him about our, some of our situations, especially with the girl who's six months pregnant, who's <clears throat> now living uh, on the side lawn of Central United. He said, we can't get right in our life until we're right with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that new creation part, uh, Jesus goes on to talk about in the gospel. And he says, all the things that we worry about uh, have to do with material things. And he says, our Heavenly Father knows what we need. So as new creatures in Christ, those who've been baptized into Christ, as new creatures, let's seek his kingdom first and all the rest will follow. So this healing, this deep healing that Dan mentions fits exactly with what Paul's speaking about. We've received this gift of new life. But as we heard last week with the one leper who came to be thankful, the living of that life is how we offer thanks. May the Lord help us as he continues this healing in us. We have been healed. We're being healed. Healed. We will be healed. We have been saved. We're being saved. We will be saved. We have been changed. We're being changed. We will be changed. May, that, may he help us to, um, to open our hearts more as he works this gracious work in us by his spirit. Amen.